It's a pleasure to be here this morning to lift up God's word as uh, we look at Enoch from scriptures. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the many examples we have of those who followed you and heeded to your word. And Lord, you bless them because of it. We pray this morning as we look at Enoch and his walk that you might guide and direct our thoughts, our minds, Lord, as we consider our walk with you as well. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. I've entitled this Nothing Between. And a little bit later, we'll be singing a number of hymns throughout the message. Now, I don't want you to stand up for each of these hymns. As you stay seated. Gordon's going to lead you in them. But as we go through different points of the message, we're going to sing some songs that go along with what we've been talking about. And the very last one is called Nothing Between. Uh, maybe there's some old-timers who might remember that hymn. Uh, it's not even in our hymnal. It's in some older hymnals, but not in our hymnal. But today we're going to look at Enoch. And as was read to us, uh, Genesis 5 talks about, and Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. By the way, I'm reading from uh, uh, the New King James, so if it's a little different than yours, it should still say the same thing, but uh, maybe not the same words. And then over in Hebrews 11, it says that uh, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. The born-again Christian is very special to our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Titus 2, uh, 13 and 14 says, looking, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own special people, zealous for good works. This morning as we look at uh, Enoch, we're going to see someone who was a special person. He did what God told him to do. He walked with God. As it said in uh, Genesis, it says that uh, he was a special person, one after God's own. In his 365 years on earth, we find that he pleased God because he walked with God. There was nothing between Enoch and God. So this morning, as I said, we're going to look at this walk of Enoch. Enoch. First thing we're going to look at, it, it was a walk of faith. A walk of faith. Hebrews 11:6 said, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. It was a walk of faith. I want to look at a couple examples of this. Oops, I'm sorry. I forgot to start changing my things here. It was a walk of faith. First example, that of a patient 
doctor relationship. We've all had to go to doctor sometime or other. Unfortunately, I go to see him quite often, but uh, the Lord knows that. So I know what this relationship between doctors and patients is. I've experienced it over and over. You know, we have faith in our doctors when we go to them. If we didn't, we probably wouldn't go to that doctor. We'd find another one. But we have faith. We believe in them. When they say to, say to us that you have such and such wrong, we believe them. When they say to take such and such a medicine, we believe them. We do what they say. Why? Because we trust them. We have faith in them. We have that walk with our doctors as such that we have faith in our doctors. 1 John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Our faith in God is that he said he would forgive us our sins and cleanse us, and we believe by faith that he has. If we've come to him to know him as Savior, we believe that, just like with a doctor. We have that faith, that walk of faith with them. Another example would be that of a bride and bridegroom. Uh, Hopefully, if you're married, you have a good walk with your spouse. You trust one another. You have faith in what they say they're going to do or not do, or in the case of maybe cooking, whether it's the guy or the, the husband or the wife cooking, uh, you have faith that they're going to cook a good meal and, and you're going to enjoy it. When you do things together, you have faith that you're going to be able to do it together and, and do as it should be. In 2 Corinthians 11, 2, it says, For I am jealous for you with godly jealousy, for I have betrothed you to one husband, and I have presented you as a chaste virgin to Christ. The church is the bride of Christ. Christ is the husband, the groom. That faith issue comes into effect between the bride and the bridegroom, between the church and Christ. As I said earlier, we're going to do some songs. And I've asked Gordon to lead now. Like I said, we'll remain seated. The first one I'd like us to sing goes along with what we've just been talking about. And that's the old hymn, Whiter Than Snow. Gordon. Lord Jesus, I long to be perfectly
that wasn't familiar to you, I hope that some of the other ones will, and sing along with Gordon as we do this together. The first that we looked at was a walk of faith. The second one I want to look at is, is it was a walk of fellowship. A walk of fellowship. We find that Enoch walked with God, and that's companionship. Enoch could say, as Paul said, for me to live is Christ. Now, Enoch would have said Jehovah, but still, same thing. For me to live is Christ. Can that be your testimony? If you know Christ is your Savior, do you have fellowship with him and you're walking that close that you have fellowship with him? When we walk... It shows. John, 1 John 1, 5 through 7 says, This is a message which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and we walk in darkness, we lie not and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. We walk in the light, the light of Christ. We have that walk, that companionship as we walk with him. Not only does it show that we walk with God, but when we walk with God, he doesn't have to say, where are you? You remember Adam in the garden after they had sinned? And God come walking into the garden, and he says, Adam, where are you? Now, we know that God knows everything. He knew where they were, but Adam was trying to hide. Well, we don't need to if we have that fellowship, if we're walking, we're walking along with God. We don't have to say or have God say to us, where are you? When we walk close... It's impossible for anything to get in between. Back in the early 70s, some might remember, there was a uh, thing, activity, I guess you could call it, or whatever, it's called trucking. Anybody remember that? Trucking? Yeah, not really. Well, trucking, and you see it sometimes today, was two, three, a whole line of people straight across tight side by side, shoulder to shoulder, and as they walked, they would, I can't walk that well, but they would, you know, walk together in union, like uh, the, the rockets when they're dancing, perfect unity together. And that's what our walk should be like with God, when we're walking with God. We should be in perfect unity with him. 
in Acts 17, the first part of the 17th or the 28th verse, it says, for in him we live and move and have our being. We move with him like we're trucking along through life. We move with him. When we walk, we're close to him and what he does. This reminded me of another hymn, which is actually my favorite hymn, and it's an old, old one. It's entitled Trust and Obey. And I've asked Gordon, and you sing along with him as well. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on our way. While we do his good will, he abides with us still, and with all who will trust and We walk, and we have companionship. Enoch not only uh, walked with God, having uh, the companionship, but Enoch talked with God. That's communication. When we walk, we talk. That's normal. Nowadays, it's maybe more when we ride, we talk. You're in the car, and you talk, whoever's in there, you know, if you're both silent for hours in the car, something's gone wrong. Amos said in chapter 3, can two walk together unless they agree? We need to be in agreement when we're walking with God. We need to have that communication with him as we walk. This reminds me of another hymn. I must tell Jesus. Lord. I must tell Jesus all of my trials. I cannot bear this burden alone. In my distress, he kindly will help me. He ever loves and tell Jesus all of my troubles. He is a kind, compassionate friend. I must tell Jesus and he will help me over the world the victory to win. I must tell Jesus I must tell Jesus I cannot bear my burdens alone. I must tell Jesus, I must tell Jesus, Jesus can help me, Jesus Not only was Enoch's walk with God that of uh, companionship and his 
he talked with God, and that was uh, communication. Enoch also listened to God. That's counseling. Enoch listened to God. I think of uh, just after Christ had rose from the grave and kind of all the activity that had happened was dying down. And, and if you remember in Acts, the two that were on the road to Emmaus, they were walking, talking to one another. They were sad because of everything that had happened. And in Luke 24, we find that as they were walking, Jesus actually appeared and walked along with them and was talking with them. And as he was talking with them, he went through the scriptures and he talked with them all that had happened. And in verse 32 of Luke 24 says, and they said to one another, did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened the scriptures to us? He gave them counsel during their time of, of sadness. He gave them counsel and they listened. Did not we, our hearts burn when he talked to us? Same with Enoch. He listened to God as he walked along with God. So it was a uh, walk of companionship, and then Enoch talked with God. That was communication. And Enoch listened to God. That was counseling. And that all reminds me of now another song of the counseling part of it, especially in the garden. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses and the voice I hear falling on my ear the Son of God discloses I'd stay in the garden says there as I walk as I talk I listen that's that communication that counseling 
that companionship all being mentioned there in that song. So it was a walk of faith. It was a walk of fellowship. And it was a walk of fulfillment. As Enoch walked with God, as we're told, God took him. He didn't see death. It was fulfillment, his walk, all along until God took him and fulfilled what God had promised. You see, it's not how you walk that makes a difference. It's not even where you walk. or even when you walk, but it's with whom you walk that makes all the difference. Have you looked at your walk? Are you walking with him? The first step is to get to know him, to receive him as your own personal savior. That's the first step. And then as we walk through life with him side by side, talking to us. We listen to him. We talk with him. We communicate. We listen to what he has to say. It's not how or where or when, but it's with whom. Genesis 5, 24 says, And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. It makes me think of another hymn, If Jesus Goes With Me. It may be in the valley where countless dangers hide. It may be in the sunshine that I in peace abide. But this one thing I know, if it be dark or fair, if Jesus is with me, I'll go Is that your testimony? That anywhere he sends us, we know we're walking with him, we'll go. Lot look at that song as a missions song, and it does represent a lot of missions, but it also just reminds us and, and shows us everyday life of walking with God. So I guess what we can come down to a conclusion is if we walk as Enoch walk, if we listen, we talk, we follow his advice, 
we had that walk of fellowship, that walk of faith, that walk of fulfillment, we can say there is nothing between, nothing between me and my Savior, so that the world will know. The last song we're going to do, it says in your bulletin, we're going to do it as our closing hymn, so we'll have you stand during this time as well. I'll pray right now, and then we'll go ahead and sing Nothing Between. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity we've had to look at Enoch. We thank you for your word and what's in there for us to follow and to to learn and to be able to talk and listen to you talking with us. We pray that you'll be with our walk. First of all, that we've come to you as Savior, and then as we follow and walk step by step, day by day with you, following after your heart and what you have for us. Thank you for this day and another day we have to serve you. For in Christ's name we pray, amen.